Project Sapient is a podcast meant to engage our brothers and sisters in law enforcement and military communities in conversations that we all know we need to have. All opinions you'll hear are our own, are protected by our First Amendment of the United States Constitution, and in no way reflect or are meant to reflect the opinion of any specific agency, officer, or service member. Some opinions may be controversial. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. This is police. Where is the emergency? Hi. Hello. Place lady. Yes, what's going on? Um, I tell you something. You can tell me something. I got some toys for you. You got some toys for me? Yep, come over and see them. Whereabouts are you? See you. Sorry? Hello? Hi there. We've received a 111 call. I'm guessing it was a mistake, child making a mistake there. Yeah, yeah, he's asking oh. for his mother's son. Oh, bless him. So just confirming there's no emergency at all? No, there's not. Awesome. Just, um, I was fixing the other child. No problem at all. He was lunch. just talking about his toys. That's no problem at all. You guys have a good rest of your day. After the phone call. Com schools for any units free to head to... There is a four-year-old there who is wanting to show police their toys. Over. Yeah, I'll hold them too. Roger, thank you. Not going to lie, dude. I fucking love that. <laughs> Isn't that cool? I love that. We're going to post this on a, on the, it's a police one thing. We're going to post yeah. it on the episode, but it says, it goes in and says after that the cops did go there. I mean, yeah. I, I would still go. Yeah, yeah, no, they still go. And uh, he was, let's see what it says. Hold on. It's uh, the officer was shown an array of toys at the child's house and the officer told us he did have cool toys. <laughs> yeah. The lucky kid also got to see the patrol car and the officer put the lights on for him. And there's a picture of them. That's fucking badass, man. Oh, that that's that's like the cool parts of the job. Yes, you know that no one really knows about. Yeah. Um. You know, it, it it's so cool. So so fel- uh, folks, uh, midweek roll call just kind of decides to change it up just a little uh, because this was a pretty cool story. It was too cute, man. And it was too cute, so we didn't want to do the hard rock and all that. And I mean, we can like, still kind of uh, fucking well, do it. Yeah, but- <laughs> we can. <laughs> but we uh, wanted to play it, and uh, it, you know, just to kind of. Get the, I mean, he's four years old, you know, little kid. Yeah. It's, it's so funny. So, obviously, this is not in the U.S. This was in uh, Wellington, New Zealand. I know we have some listeners out in yes, New we Zealand. Do. So, yeah. this is shout out to your police department out of New Zealand PD. Um, so their night, their version of nine one one is one one one. So that, that's their version of nine one one. So uh, the four year old unsupervised emergency call has captured the hearts of New Zealand police. Uh, capture my heart. I mean, come on now. That 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 was a yeah. adorable phone call. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you know, while while we don't encourage children to call one 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 to show us their toys, this was too cute not to share. Absolutely. Yeah. You kidding me? You know, New Zealand police shared the audio, which uh, we just played, of a little boy asked dispatcher to come to his house and see his toys. And goes over, you know, this is the police. What is your emergency? And he says, police lady, can I tell you something? And obviously everyone <laughs> heard it. Um, and she did a dispatcher, did a great job. Yeah, and did. the dispatcher quickly switches to a sing song time type. Where I call it more like a childish voice. Yeah. You know, I like sing song. Yeah. I want to be spoken to in a sing song <laughs> voice. All the time. I'm in is from now on. Sing song. Sing song. <laughs> sing song voice. <laughs> so, uh, so she said, you can tell me something. I've got toys for you. Come over and see them. And obviously the child's dad gets on the call and he says that he was caring for his sick wife when his son snuck out with the phone. Right. 
After confirming there was no emergency, a dispatcher sends a call out to police to see if the uh, any officers could meet the uh, uh, four-year-old. Constable Kurt responded to see the boy's toy collection and have a good educational chat about proper use of the emergency number. He did have two cool toys. Police shared the photo of the boy sitting on the squad car wearing uh, Kurt's police hat. I mean, this is so cool. Yeah, it is, man. It's so cool. You know, it's, it's just actually um, just uh, the other day um, at work, I gave a couple kids patches and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, they, they were tickled about it. They were, they were, they, they loved it. And, and these are the types of stories, again, probably happens more times than... Dude, of course it does. This is written because I, you know, I know cops who've done stuff like this. I've, I, like, I know cops uh, who give kids stuffed animals and all kinds of things. Um, and, I mean, you know, also. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a quick story about w- yeah. with kids, and it involves my kids too. Um, we had a little bit of a problem in my house, and it was fucking overpopulation of toys. <laughs> and, and God help you if you tried to get rid of one of them. Because like a three weeks later, she'd be like, where's Mr. Fucking Stuffy? (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Fuck. For some reason, they remember. So, you know, every year we do like a a Christmas giveaway, you know, for kids that don't have stuff. We put stuff in bags and it was good, but we needed to get rid of more too. Mm -hmm. And uh, I said to them, it's, it's funny how the universe works, right? I used to, when I was on patrol, I used to have a bag of toys with me Mm. all the time. And this is before I even had kids or anything like that. And I had no idea what I would buy. And now that I'm back on patrol, I didn't have toys. And I said to my kids, hey, can you guys give me a bag of toys? And they were like, why? <laughs> like, for what? And I explained to them that sometimes kiddos don't have toys. And yeah. sometimes dad, as a police officer, has to be around them. And I want, I need toys to give yeah. it to kids, you know? And um, sure as hell, like three, four days later, I think I remember sending you the video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. of uh, It was like a six-year-old autistic boy. Yep. And if I didn't have those toys, I would have never have gotten through to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I'm not by any means patting myself on the back. I am not. But what I'm trying to say is there's a ton of this shit that goes on, the police interacting with kids. Oh, yeah. And it never gets fucking reported. Well, I, so, used, I used to have uh, little stuffed animals I would put in my dump pouch yeah. for SWAT after an op if there's a kid involved. I used to just like playing with them. That's true. <laughs> the, especially on long standoffs. I'll do the, like, the whole puppet show. <laughs> hey, bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this motherfucker's crazy. <laughs> yeah, right? But uh, but I give toys to kids, you know, yeah. who have shitty parents because why is the SWAT team there? Well, yeah, their fucking parents are bad people. And I want you guys that have friends, civilian friends that aren't police officers, civilian friends, to send them this episode with me making the statement, please don't tell your kids, do not tell your kids that if you're doing wrong, the police are going to come. Oh my God, yes. It is the worst thing you could possibly fucking do. Oh my God, yes. Actually, this, this happened uh, to my uh, unit. Actually, this... This week, uh, Monday, get a phone call from a mother uh, whose son is acting out, who is a teenager acting out. Nothing bad. Typical teenage, I don't want to talk to your mom right now. Shenanigans. Like, shenanigans. Yeah. Like, nothing crazy. Yeah. I asked her, well, is he dealing drugs? I mean, you know, yeah. I'm- Is I'm, he going to hurt himself? Uh, yeah. Is he doing all this stuff? No, no, no. But I really think- uh, you as an officer need to come and talk to him, maybe straighten him out. I said, no, that's not, no. So I ended up sending a, a message out to the high school, uh, you, you know, where, where he goes to school and, and it's squared away. It's like, that's not my job. Right. I'm not there to go square your kids away right. because 
they're going through a phase in their lives as teenagers. And it, it all sounded like normal teenage stuff. Like we, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna in, get interfere, in the, no yeah, way. interfere in that, you know, bro. And, and, and again, send it out to the people that are civilians. And the reason why we say that is because we want kids of any age to trust us, to trust us, to grow up knowing that they can come to us for anything as shitty as some cops can be sometimes about, you know, they don't care. I'm not saying shitty in a bad way, but like they don't care a lot. And they, yeah, but bring a kid into it. It changes. It changes every single cop. I know, man, Yeah, they will do everything to help the kids. Yep. And that's the thing. We don't want kids to be afraid to approach us. Yes. Like, especially a lost kid and, and you know, some a kid who's scared or whatever, right. by all means, come up to me. If, if I'm on the side of the road doing whatever or grabbing my coffee, say hi. I mean, come on. You know, I've shaken the hands of kids. I've, right. I've said hi. And, you know, you could see the fear on them because they kind of hide because you can tell. Yeah. Fucking yeah. mom was saying that if it, on our way in, she sees the cruiser outside. Oh, there's the police. Make sure you're good. <laughs> One of the things I used to love, man, I used to, when we'd ride the motorcycles, we'd do like escorts and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. We'd have a little bit of downtime, go get a coffee in downtown and there'd be always tourists and we'd park the motorcycles, make sure that they, uh, they cooled off because yep. it's fucking dangerous. Yeah. They cool off. And then I would just love watching parents bring their kids over, high five them, give them stickers, sit on the bike. Yeah. You know, yeah. push the, push the air horn, do yeah. this, do that. And a lot of times people people would say to us, man, you just made a difference in my kid's life. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, that's basically my intent. That's, I mean, <laughs> I, you know, when, when I would pull up to like a playground and see a bunch of kids playing in the playground, I throw my lights on and all the kids are like, Oh my God. I'm like, yeah, yeah come on over kids. You know, the, I won't let them get into the cage side because you know, dirty, dirty and <laughs> disgusting people go there. Um, and just, yeah, disgusting people go there and, uh, and I won't let them go in there <laughs> because we know what sits back there. <laughs> so, uh, to my friends, whoever's asked for a ride sometimes, and I tell you that I can't, it's, it's true. Yeah. Unless you want to, you know, it's gross <laughs> <laughs> feces, throw up, whatever else people do weird things in that cage. That's Iman's fucking personal car. Just so you know. <laughs> well, it's true. I mean, I, when you got to go, you got to go <laughs> guys, we're going to post that article on police one. You'll hear the same audio from it. Uh, Project Sapient. We want to say thank you to our supporters, Vector Shields, Jim Junkies, Havoc Journal, and our partner at the weekly Havoc Podcast. Second Mission, Live Boston 617, Wellness for Warriors, OD Kit, Eagle Eye Firearms, Gun Track, Hule Law, Fit Cops, and 22 Mohawks. Don't forget to follow everybody on Facebook, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We love you. Stay safe. Stay sapient.